You think Christ would eat somebody? He would never do that. I will. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special segment here in its own podcast with the drunk neighbor. How you doing, pal? Oh, doing well. Long time no talk. Long time no talk. Uh, can we, before we touch base on SEC Media Day and get an official real college episode in featuring your talents, can you tell us about you summering in Michigan for a minute? If you had to sum it up in a paragraph or or maybe not. I was What's kinda... that country with the gay leader that has all those, fo- <laughs> Canada? They had a lot of fires and a lot of smoke came down, and it really ruined my nice summering there. I also met someone that thinks that Mel Tucker is going to win a national championship at Michigan State. So there was a lot of delusion in the air in the beautiful state of Michigan. I also had the pleasure of talking to a lot of people that are Wolverine fans, you know, Michigan. Uh, And... Even they realize that they're playing a high school schedule this year. So uh, they're pushing off Harbaugh's suspension to go before another board next year. Uh, So (laughs) I I don't know why they wouldn't just take it this year so he can miss Rutgers and uh, Uncle Fucky State and somebody else. Yeah, I think that's the toughest one on the schedule. It's a big one. But uh, it was lovely. Uh, The weather was nice, a lot better than it is here in South Louisiana, but... Every time I come back from my summering down in Michigan, it's around this time that we're really heating up. We're we're back in camp. I tried to send you a recording right after SEC Media Days, but and yes, Spotify cucked me. Oh, they cut always. Yes, remember you saying that. So today we're going to talk a little bit about SEC Media Days because we got to cover a few things that we're talking about Mm -hmm. there, and then we're in fall camp now, so we we've got a lot to talk about. So. Ready to dive in whenever you're ready. I am ready. Um, <clears throat> that smoke coming down from Canada, before we proceed, that, that's coming from their prime minister. Can you believe that he somehow missed Bro Exotic's fantasy draft? I mean, how does that man... Maybe he was drafted. Maybe uh, it was only U.S. <clears throat> maybe it was the only other person in the fantasy draft. Because There's no way you can get that much talent. Uh, you you know. gotta be... He was probably the first overall pick. Hey, what? Well, I mean, he had to have been. We all know these things. Let's just start off. You know, I, I don't want to home too much, but I do because we're here. We just got finished talking about LSU. Are you okay starting off there? Do you want to end there? This is your thing. Why don't I just ask you where you want to go? Let's go in alphabetical order. I like that. See, that makes more sense. So, A. Alabama. Number one. Crimson Tide showed up. Uh, they brought Dallas Turner with them as well. Um, a couple other guys I don't really know. They don't know who their quarterback is yet. Their spring was a disaster at quarterback. The big <laughs> hype around them right now is going to be their offensive line and they're going to have to beat people the way that they did, the way that this dynasty started, with running the football ridiculously and pushing people around. I went back and watched LSU Alabama last year, earlier, in preparation for this segment. And I have to tell you, LSU won that game in the trenches. They pushed them around. Um, and that was with a very, very young offensive line and with Will Anderson with Alabama, who is now gone. I'm going to be very interested to see what they do next year or this coming season. Uh, whenever they're trying to block LSU, I think that they could easily come in second or third again in the SEC West because LSU, and we'll talk about the other team here in just a moment uh, as we go down the list, but I don't I don't really, I'm not 
as bought in as I have been in the past. I'm not counting Saban out, and I know, oh, we are mad because we're Alabama and people don't have us number one. Get a grip. You, you're just, you're going to have to show me. Like, you're going to have to prove it. You lost two guys, three guys in the first round last year. How are you going to replace them? I know that they've continued to put out five-star classes and top classes right behind Georgia, but they've also been hit by the transfer portal very hard. Aaron Anderson being one of them, wide receiver, that's going to be a big role, big going to fill a big role in the LSU offense this coming year. Sorry to make that a lot about LSU, but Alabama, still very good. Very, very interested to see what happens in game two against Texas because new offensive coordinator Tommy Reese, new defensive coordinator Kevin Steele, they're going to have a hard time just piecing that together. It's not replacing coordinators like they have in the past. I, <laughs> I, I, we're going to be very, very – we're going to have a close eye on them throughout the year. Next up is Arkansas. So Sam Pittman goes in, uh, gives his typical hee-hawing. Um, one of the guys that was there that – I don't think he's getting enough spotlight right now as Raheem Sanders, the running back there. I think he could easily be the best player in the SEC this year, especially with Arkansas returning a lot of their offensive line, getting a new tight end from North Texas. They're going to they're gonna be uh, difficult to beat. They're, the only thing is we're eventually going to run out of oxygen in the room because you're going to hear me say a lot of good things about teams in the SEC. So let's, uh, let's keep this rig rolling. Auburn. Uh, Hugh Freeze back in the SEC. They said that he was playing golf three times a week when he was at Liberty, and the biggest adjustment for him now is he's not going to get to play too much golf anymore. Um, their quarterback is going to be the kid Payne from Michigan State. I don't know if the, I, I've heard some people say that they're going to be the LSU of this year, have a first-year head coach, transfer quarterback, come in and win the SEC West. I think the SEC West is way too tough this year for that to happen. They will upset somebody though, whether it be Alabama, oh, whether yeah. it be Georgia. They're going to, they're or LSU. They're going to upset somebody because that's a tough team. They do have dudes on that team. Um, I just, I, they did a great job in the transfer portal. I, you got to give it to Hugh. He knows how to do that, um, and he knows how to call a good game. So I'm, I'll be very, very interested to see how Auburn does. You know, I, I don't know if this happened or not, and I'd be surprised if you did. Do you know if he retained Cadillac Williams? He did. They retained Cadillac. So, so I, I should know that and didn't. I think that that's huge. And if you look at precedent, I, I can't pull one off the top of my head, but I, I, I'm thinking of a couple scenarios. I know there's a lot in which you had <clears throat> an interim coach came in. You remember, he gave Auburn a little spice. They showed up versus Bama. They scored they some points. They made, It was over at the end, but they didn't go away for most of the game. And, and they won a game or two, I believe. Yeah. They did. I hate to say it, but there is something there. They are taking a little positive momentum that you mix that with Hugh Freeze. You keep Williams. You're kind of ahead of where you started last year. So for you to say they'd have a big upset, most people would laugh. No, they're going to. It's a landmine. Who's stepping on it? He's done it. I mean, he's done it before. He yeah. did it at Ole He won a sugar roll at Ole Miss, and that year they beat Alabama. I, they beat a lot of good teams. And they so. gave it to Gundy, and I was. we both were at yeah. that game. We just didn't know each other yet. Well, I won a lot of money. Yeah. Anyway. They kicked their ass. I finally won money. They on treated that like <laughs> the way that people should treat yeah. bowl games. They, they went in and kicked their ass. Kind of yeah. like what LSU did to Purdue. So uh, that was a joke. That was wrong. The next one, uh, Florida. So <laughs> here we go. Sun Belt Billy <laughs> makes his second trip to SEC Media Days, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to be very curious to see what Florida does this year. I am not high on them. I see Graham Mertz 
as was named their starting quarterback, and I was saying, how do we bet on Utah already, or how do we bet <laughs> on their season total under? Uh, they lost an offensive lineman that was that transferred out because his mama was sick or something. Um, there, that the SEC East is actually going to be pretty tough this year. This is the first SEC East team that we've gotten to. I'm going to be very curious to see how they do. Um, I. It did not help. It, I think this whole weirdness started after the bad season, and then uh, Kit and his kid. That's when this thing got really strange. The the pornography thing. And then it just, ooh, that's just not where you want to. It's gross. And oh, I mean, it's horrible. And, and but, it's a stain on the program. It's already dripping, and now you this. And, yeah. now you, and he was apparently pretty good. He was like, they had. I think they was, had aspirations of him yeah, playing he, in this upcoming year. I don't know if that's a, a plus or minus having Graham Mertz, who never really panned out at Wisconsin, yeah. was like the best recruit that they ever had. We'll see. I, I don't know. I'm not very high on them. Georgia. I, we don't have to spend a lot of time on this. This is the number one team in the country, uh, repeating national champions, defending as if you're defending it every year. That's not true. Uh, Carson Beck going to be the starter this year, so I understand. Um, <laughs> very interesting there. I don't know if they should be favored to win. Every, they should be favored to win every game. I don't know if their season total should be. It's basically plus minus undefeated. Lose a game, you win. If you yeah. have the under, yeah. Uh, they also their schedule makes Michigan's look pretty tough. Oh, absolutely. In the beginning, absolutely. Here comes your team. Here you always you always seem to even when you were making your picks on the show, this team always seems to find its way. Kentucky. Uh, well, <laughs> Stoops is bringing back a decent team this year. Uh, they bring in Larry from North Carolina State, mm. who can actually sling it. He's a good quarterback. Mm. A lot of people are picking them as the second team in the SEC East. I don't know about that. I I still prefer Tennessee over them. Uh, I think Tennessee replacing a quarterback will be a little bit more plug and go. Hopefully their offensive line shores up because they did not block for that poor kid last year. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, we'll see there. Um, LSU. So they brought Jaden Daniels. Uh to SEC Media Day, who I thought was fantastic. Uh, they the, the hype train is real with him. Um, he's going to be up there in the Heisman. Uh, fall camp so far has been fantastic for him from everything that I've read. It sounds like the offense is ahead of the defense, which makes sense. You're going to have a lot of guys replaced in that defensive backfield. Coach O left that, that covered very dry, especially in the defensive backfield. So, they're gonna have a kid from SLU that's probably gonna that's been running with the ones, Zy Williams. Remember that name, uh, Deuce Chestnut coming in from Syracuse. Another guy that's gonna be. They're really liking him in camp. Uh, there's a freshman last name is Stamps from Rummel who is turning a lot of heads at camp. And then they also brought in Denver Harris, who was uh, half halfway through the season All American on on three. Uh, freshman, really, really good player, was caught smoking weed in the in the locker room. It does sound like there's still some maturity issues there, so they're trying to fight through that. I'm going to be very interested to see how we're able to uh, shore up that defensive backfield, but you still have major burns at safety. You still have Greg Brooks that could play either the nickel or the safety because they got another uh, transfer from Marshall. Last, I think his name is Andre Sam, and there's really high reports on him coming out of camp. So LSU's defense... Pretty tough because you get Mason Smith back, you get Makai Wingo back, you get 
Uh, Quincy Wiggins is going to be one of the edges that you got to look for. You're also going to have that scary main, Harold Perkins, moving to the inside. I'm going to be really excited to watch him play against Florida State. So they're playing him a lot in the middle as a middle linebacker. Think Devin White. They're going to move him around, though. He will be on the edge on, on uh, third down passing situations because he's just too much to handle on that. Uh, there's a couple of kids to look out for. Savion Jones, this is his money year. He's got to have a good year. Um, he's another defensive end that is going to be pretty scary. He's going to probably fill that Ali Gay role from last year. And then when you look at the Jack, that's basically where they started playing Harold Perkins for a lot of the year last year where he started making a lot of the pass rushes, basically won the Arkansas game, killed Ole Miss. He was just awesome in that game. But that position is going to be fun to watch who fills it because there's a lot of talk about Whit Weeks, a white boy, uh, a freshman that runs like a 4-4 and is everywhere. His brother Wes Weeks is another one of the linebackers. And they also keep talking about another freshman, Deshaun Womack, who has been really good and is a traditional defensive end, but they may use him more in that pass rushing capacity. And then also, we we have to just look at Mason Smith again because him getting hurt in that first series against Florida State was killer. Having him there is going to be really fun to watch. So, LSU, eight running backs as well. I'm going to go a little long on LSU. I hope that's okay. Eight running backs that they're going to be rotating in. I, I like that because the best teams that LSU ever has rotated running backs. We're able to win games that way. We're able, also able to rotate defensive line, which they're going to be able to do. And then the receivers, this is like an it's a bunch of aliens. I mean, the athletes, you, you bring Malik Neighbors back. You got Brian Thomas. They're talking a lot about Chris Hilton, who is a speed man, but now put on some weight. They also brought in Aaron Anderson to play the slot and hopefully just be able to catch the fucking ball on punt returns because God knows they need that more than anything. Uh, so I'm really excited about how LSU shakes into this year. The offensive line is nasty. Um, they brought in a kid from Maryland that's going to be rotating in a lot. Uh, they got, of course, our bookends, uh, the freshmen from last year coming in as sophomores this year. Uh, so it's it's going to be a fun team to watch, and we're going to learn a lot about them really quick playing Florida State. Yeah, we're going to learn a lot. <clears throat> that's that's uh that is one of the games of the year. That's a game of the year. That's probably two. That that is two teams whose goal is if we're not in the playoffs, it was a disappointing season. That that is the standard for both these teams, no matter who wants to measure. Especially LSU after last year, yeah. we all can agree on that. Now, I mean, it's not gun to Brian Kelly's head when it win a title, but hey, this is what they would have expected second, third year. We're here, and he probably didn't want to wait. So no doubt about it. And you know, one of the things they've got the right guy leading this yeah. team. Brian Kelly is the guy. Yeah, they're talking about. Media has been able to go to practice this year, and they were there last year too. And the reports coming out are that it's way less having to correct everything going on. Uh, there's a lot of talk about how there is, it's crisp. The team seems to be buying in. They're aligned. So should be very fun to watch. And one last thing, we talked about a few freshmen. I'd be remiss if I did not bring up Zalance Hurd, who is a tackle uh, he's coming from Neville as well. There's a lot of talk about him really fighting for position. So they may end up kicking Emory Jones inside the guard and playing him at tackle at some point this year because he was a five-star and he is already in practice just beating up on starters. So that's a guy that we need to keep an eye out on. Uh, so let's talk about Mississippi State really quickly. Uh, recovering 
after the death of a coach is always hard. Zach Arnett's got a tough job there. Uh, they have a lot of fourth and fifth year guys on that team. Will Rogers comes back, probably the best quarterback in the SEC. I mean, him, Jaden Daniels, uh, don't give me the shit from the kid from Arkansas because I don't want to hear it. Um, <laughs> and and th- uh, th- that's going to be a, a fun team to watch. I'll be very curious to watch them because I, I don't know if they're going to be able to. There's just, like we're saying, there's so much. There's only so much oxygen in the room. Yeah. Teams are going to beat up on each other. LSU plays them at noon on that third week. That's going to be a little scary. Missouri, I you know I don't pay attention to Missouri. I, I think that they're going to be tougher than people think this year. But uh, that coach, he better get his shit in line because that this could be his last year if they if they're not playing in a better bowl this year. Ole Miss, uh, Lane Kiffin at media days. Spent most of the time just complaining about NIL, uh, so that's <laughs> par for the course with him. Uh, I, I don't see this. I see them as one of the team. them, Mississippi State and Arkansas, kind of fighting for that last place in the SEC West. I don't see them as a major player this year. South Carolina, they're doing something right there, uh, but I, again... I don't know. There's only so much oxygen in the room. I don't think that that's going to be a contender this year. I do think that they might pull an upset or two. Uh, you know, the end of last year was incredible to watch, but um, wait till October whenever we're going to really get excited about them. Tennessee, I think that's a team that could plug in and compete with Georgia. Um, I think that that offense that Heupel is running, they could plug and play guys and they're going to be fine. I think that's going to be a very fun team to watch this year and one that you should absolutely keep your eye on because excuse me, they could absolutely upset Georgia in that game. It's at Rocky Top this year. They play Alabama at Alabama. Um, it, it'll be They will be a fun team to watch. I think so, too. Uh, <clears throat> one thing, too, that the way they ended the season, and not that I'd translate that too much, but if you remember, they both didn't get what they wanted, but make no mistake, when Tennessee played Clemson, they both wanted to win that game. That yes. was a great football game. And you remember – you may not remember the over-under being in like the 60s. Do you remember the score? It was like 10 to 3 and a half. I yeah. mean, this was a defensive game. So Tennessee shows we don't always have to get the gloves on. And Clemson had a pretty good – they're always going to have a good offense over there. But that was just a weird way for them to end the season. I agree. I don't think that Hendon Hooker, the removal of – I mean, they're definitely better with him. But they're going to be – I don't think that was a – you're right. A, oh, Heupel got lucky. No, no they were scoring, he's a good coach. scoring way too fast. Way too many points every game for it to be – I think we've seen that before. So go right ahead to your next uh, hoax. Should I get the drums? Or? Yeah, the cult. <laughs> so I think that this is another team that could easily compete for the SEC West and the SEC, Texas A&M. Um, bringing Connor Wegman back is huge. Bringing Muhammad Akbar's uh, son back is huge. Uh, they're going to have to replace A-Chain and running back. But overall, I think Texas A&M has the talent to be right there with everyone else in the SEC. And that's why... When you look at Alabama's schedule, they have to play Texas. They have to play Texas A&M. They have to play Tennessee all pretty early in the season. That's not going to be a fun ride for them. So A&M, very, very talented roster. Jimbo at Media Days was unimpressive as always. But with, help me, offensive coordinator's name, uh, Bobby Petrino. Bobby uh, Bowden. Bobby Petrino. Uh, let's see how he runs the offense. Everyone's like, well, if he's running the offense, it's like, well, he's another old man. And he was 
at where was he like Arkansas or Missouri State, Missouri. Yeah. and then was taking the UNLV job, and then goes over to Texas A and M. let's see. I they have the talent to do it. It's always going to be the coach there that gets in the way. Finally, last Van- but not least, Vanderbilt. So Vanderbilt's season total is at three and a half. And I think that they might win their first four games. This man's making a stand right here. Get your pens out. Keep going here. So they play Hawaii at home, Alabama A&M at home. They go to Wake Forest. Remember, no Sam Hartman. And then they go to UNLV. So four games that are all very winnable. Let's say they drop one of those. Then you just got to pull one rabbit out of your hat in the SEC. They do play Kentucky, Missouri. They go at Florida. They did beat them last year. They play Georgia, they go to Ole Miss, they play Auburn at home, and then they end their season at South Carolina and Tennessee. I think that there's four or five wins in there for this team. I think that they could actually be a bowl-eligible team with six wins. So I think that that is an over-under that people need to keep their eye on because, I mean, those first three games alone, those first four games alone, they they could easily be 4 and up. You'd like to see Hawaii at, you know, Vandy, maybe have Wade come to Vandy. Uh, but uh, what is factoring into that number is the fact that they're on the road in these games. That's why you get the three and a half, right? Not the four or the four and a half. Well, they play Hawaii at home, but they go to Wake Forest and oh, they go crap. to UNLV. I meant, well, yeah, that, that's what I meant. It'd be, it'd be ideal if those were, like, if Wake Forest had to come to... Uh, Nashville? Uh, yeah. But wait, because that that's a huge the ruckus game. stadium. That's actually probably gonna be a fun game to go to just yeah. to spectate. But no, I think I didn't even think about it when you said it a month ago, and I looked at it several times. I'm looking at it now. I, I I don't see and the and the lines that I'm seeing, I have seen some. So Wake's like a five and a half point favorite. This is this is what you would think, and these are games that are they can, matter of fact they probably could go win. Yeah. So yeah, you're looking at those. If you think they can get an SEC win, which they always they got South Carolina. No, who they get? A uh, and M. They got Texas A and M last year. They God. beat Florida last year. That's the one. Not did. <laughs> not they beat Florida in a day game. I remember it was. Oh man, all kinds of punt returns. You know, just a classic Vandy type game. So no, that's a. So over three and a half wins is your is this your official is this your official? If future? I'm gonna have one, that'll be my future. I'm not putting I, you on that now. I know. I, I I think that they can win more than three and a half games. Well, we will wait until that is stamped. But I'm feeling I'm feeling like I mean I got my thumbs a little, a little loose here. Feel a little loose. So I might go make a little play, make a little action here. Get, a, get it in while you can. The young woken already made the bet. He knows. He knows <laughs> not to question. Anything we need to talk about, Rowdy Bush, when you have time, we'll, we'll get that next. This is going to be great when Florida I, – I can't wait. The Florida thing you brought up to me, I can't wait to see what Florida does either because it's either going to be one where we're completely wrong and they're way better than we think or they're just complete trash. I don't see this being a, well, they win some, lose some, right? I think it falls off or we're just wrong. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't think we're going to be wrong, but this happens a lot to me. So I and, and Sunbelt Bill, I don't know if they're going <laughs> to – It's I don't, so – I don't know if they're going to have patience with him in, in Florida because he actually is recruiting pretty well. Uh, but if if they have another down year, I, I don't know how much longer they're going to put up with that, especially with the realignment in the SEC, no divisions with Texas and Oklahoma coming in. You're going to have to you're going to have to compete. You can't just. You, and then it turns into a type of hire where the AD, this is what gets you fired. And, and look, I don't think it's you didn't like the move. I like Napier. I don't know. I don't know if that's the right fit for him. And you've been it might not be. 
And the worst thing that ever could have happened to them was beating Utah in that, that game. And then yeah. the expectation – see, they reverse LSU'd. <laughs> they they, they yeah. won the – we go the other way. But it is going to be interesting. Um, we'll, I'll be watching that game with you, I imagine, if nothing else is on. Because that's one of interest of me, regardless if I had money on it or not. Absolutely. And then you know what else interests me? Ole Miss is coming 2-2 lane in week that's two. That's right. That is – they owe them that. And by the way, the, at that game, this – uh, Tulane goes and almost beats Oklahoma. You remember, and then they play like some one A team and beat them by a thousand. There was a rain out and Tulane's displaced at the time. They go to Ole Miss. A lot of my friends went talking about taking the eighteen. It was the same day that Arkansas went to Georgia. Or no, no, no. This is when Alabama got blasted by or Ole Miss got blasted by Alabama. Just, Willie Fritz versus Lane <laughs> Kiffin. That oh, we're gonna have to have him call into the show. But uh, Ole Miss, then, uh, hopefully they show up for that game because that would be really embarrassing to lose to Tulane. It would be, but I, I, what I was saying was uh, Ole Miss had a chance in that game to kind of do the let's put it away, let's run it out. They threw it there. They threw the ball out and scored seventy on Tulane. I'm just saying. I, I know this sounds cheesy. They have not, and, and they have the same ninth-year quarterback senior in Pratt. He has not forgotten that one, I'm telling you, because he tore his ACL in that game. I'm just, I, I, something tells me that that might be a little fun. I'm going to that game. You just talked me into it. Just like, I'm going. I forgot about that. Yeah, so, and, and let's talk a little bit about um, the realignments and all these conferences, because, you know, there's part of me that hates it. There's part of me that is says, you know what, I'm glad that I don't have to watch Ole Miss play Mercer in the first game of the year. Part of me that's happy that I don't have to watch Alabama play Middle Tennessee State or LSU play Grambling. You know, I'm I'm tired of those games. But I do love the regionality of the sport. And I don't like USC versus Rutgers or Oregon versus, you know, Michigan. I, well, maybe I do like Oregon versus Michigan. But I don't think that that – I do like getting rid of some of these things. I don't want this to turn. Don't Sunday up my Saturdays. It's going. Because that's what I'm worried about. It, just the SEC and the Big Ten eventually breaking away from the NCAA and just having their own leagues. Uh, but overall, the Pac-12 is stupid. Uh, <laughs> they passed on their ESPN deal. Now you got to watch their games on Apple TV, which nobody that's has. Unbelievable. So we're, we're going to really see there. Um but if more teams did, like LSU is doing with Florida State, that Alabama has traditionally done and is doing with Texas, even though they will be in conference soon, um, like Georgia's schedule this year is an absolute joke. <laughs> uh, it, it's stupid. Auburn doesn't play anybody. No. Uh, A&M plays Miami. I mean, they've they've done that. And you're going to learn a lot about A&M in that week two game, or week three. Uh, so we're, conference realignment, everything's going to work out. All right, we're still going to have our Saturdays. It's not going to mean that much, but let's let's stop it before it gets any worse. Well, hopefully they know how to do that because normally when these things get going, they begin to be difficult to to slow down and then inevitably just halt. And don't say, "Oh, well, the the money, the money." We are co-. you don't see any of that money as a fan. That's the thing we don't let we don't think about. Like, no fans don't get any of that money. We're actually paying it. We're paying yeah, more. Yeah, they are so paying the money. So don't think about. Oh well, our conference has all the money, but it, it's, it's it's stupid mine. to think that way. It's not yours. You're not getting any richer unless you work for the SEC. So let's stop all this conference movement. But let's make 
better games. When you did say something earlier about regionality and, and, and liking that, I, I do agree. I, I assume you meant, because Bro Exotic which is a huge fan of the Southern LSU game and the prospect of LSU losing and then... <laughs> <laughs> and then Bad Rouge just getting real crazy. Bad Rouge <laughs> looking like Minnesota in the just, early 2020. I'll tell you that, uh, that, oh, bro, Exotic says some funny things when he starts talking about sports. But I do like LSU a lot. We'll see. I still have to make a decision on them because here's what I think is going to happen, and not to get too far out of my lane. I think that I, I do think that LSU is going to come out of the West. But my problem here comes, I think they're going to come out of the West with a loss. Yeah. And I don't think that LSU is going to be in a spot to be able to win, to not win the SEC in advance. They're going to have to probably win this thing. Yeah. And for all these reasons, it just makes it, not as the fan, but just as the objective guy to know. But for the first time in a while, I'm looking at this team and going, man, I don't know. Tell me what they don't have and what you would want to win a national championship. You're not going to have much in that sense. You if know? you have, if your defensive backs play up to their talent, you're going to have oh, a hell okay. of a team this year. That's really the only big question mark. Their offensive line is going to be nasty. They brought in some great tight ends. You get Mason Taylor is going to be in there again. They bring in this kid Pimpton that they are just talking about. <laughs> He's unbelievable. I mean, the guy's like six eight, and of course, everyone just throw it up to him. That's, like all, you that, that's all you have to do. That's it. That's it. Uh, but you know, <laughs> Florida State obviously very tough. Next game, Grambling. You should win by a hundred. Next week. At Mississippi State at 11 a.m., a little dangerous. Arkansas at home can be dangerous. They should go to Ole Miss and win. They should go to Missouri and win. Auburn can be a little scary. They play Army after that. People are like, oh, that could be a track game. If Army can't throw the football, if they're if all they're going to try to do is run the football. And they win, they're they gonna be They're going to be in, a, in for yes. a long day. That's not a trap. That's... That's absurd. Anyone that would think Georgia State is the trap game. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, they get the week off as usual and then play Alabama. Going to be a, a great game. I think LSU is better than Alabama this year. I think Alabama could lose three games this year. I think they should take care of Florida. They should take care of Georgia State. And then I think that SEC West is going to come down to that LSU A&M game at the end of the year. People, are, I agree. People are going to be bitching about every year. The second to last SEC game is always like that cupcake. And yeah. I just refer people back to, and just remind me who these teams you're complaining about were playing week one. When the other teams you have no problem with were playing Murray State. Yeah. This team's in Orlando. We need a warm-up game. Yeah. This is not a tune-up game. And this is why, and that, we'll get one minute on this because we're here. Look, you know me. I bitch about this a lot. They need to start practicing what they preach, and they're going to have their chance this year more than ever. The expansion's not here yet, correct? Okay, correct. so so you're still saying that you're incentivizing. It gets no more incentivizing than this game because your season's on the line. You it kind of is. You hate to say it, but God damn it, you're not going to run the table. It's tough to run the table in the SEC. You have no margin for a loss. You can't. You so can't. that's why it's bullshit because the playing field for these other teams is just so lopsided. When you have Michigan that waits until the I end can't. of the year to play Ohio State, and other than that, maybe Penn State – they don't Maybe. play anybody. And I was complaining about Michigan last year. Remember they hadn't left Ann Arbor until like October. It was yeah. like Halloween. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. Like, they finally got on a plane. Oh, it drives me nuts. I know they're trying to fix the kinks. It's easy to bitch. But like you corrected me a while ago, they have the harder schedule. So if you win the championship, you get to rub it on people even more and say, and one. And not bitch or not want the weaker opponent. You want the more opponent and then just beat the better guy. And then you feel better. And it, it is a, better. It made LSU a lot better playing that first game. It, the tough and which they should have won. We don't have to revisit that. No. But 
Uh, Florida State's going to be very, very interesting. I think that they are coming in as a very hyped team. We'll see. We will. I because would... they do have a good defensive backfield. They do have good receivers. Their defensive line is good. LSU's offensive line has gotten way better since last year. We'll see, man, because I, I think Jaden Daniels has a bone to pick with these guys, and I, and I think Malik Neighbors might have a little something to say, too, after dropping two punts last year. So, It could out. be some addition by subtraction, too, because your boy ain't around anymore. To Tayshaun Boutte yeah. isn't there to cry after every single play. I, I It seems like this team is aligned. It, it, it yeah. does seem like they're, even though they did get into a giant fight, but that was offense versus defense, and if the team's not the fighting, what are we doing? What are we in doing the middle here? of the hot summer day, of course there's going to be fights out there, and I like it. I, I like it, too. And, and Drunk Neighbor, this has been a great rip. I mean, I'm not trying. To, I feel like I'm keeping you on. Is there anything you want to give the fans here before we? I, no, we're gonna we're gonna go deeper into this LSU Florida State game as it comes to fruition. Uh, but I'm very excited about this football season. It's almost here. We get kicked off with Florida and Utah to start that uh, start the season. We'll dive into that a little deeper, I'm sure. Uh, but it's gonna be a fun year. Go Tigers! Go Tigers! Before we leave, though, bro, one quick question: When did Steph Curry transfer to LSU? Because on this picture, from where my angle is, it looks like this man. Oh, this it's Caleb not. It's Williams. Caleb Williams. I thought it was it kind of from my angle with the sun. You see, it kind of looked like. I see that. You, I see just that. a little. Well, they're closer than I thought. It was Caleb Williams. Anyway. All right, Drunk Neighbor, thanks for coming on with this SEC rep. We look forward to having you on as we get closer to the season. And you are officially activated because now this is your time to shine, bro. It's football season. It's time. It's finally here. Let's go watch the Saints play the Chiefs. Go Tigers.